what this company does is allows you to browse and surf the internet without giving your identity to anybody. It does this by having remote servers that move your theoretical base on the internet. So although I'm right now based in Scotland, according to the internet electronic data, I'm actually not here. And this means that I can access any data that I want on the internet, unlike 99.99% of people who, when they go on the internet, the data they can access is very limited. And uh, well, it's, it's interesting because it's not exactly a big secret. A lot of people use it. And the cost is, uh, I think it's £50 a year. And uh, it's because I use the internet every day. I use it all day. Um, I consider that a good investment because it's about, I don't know, what would that be? It's 350 is that 20 pence a day or something just between 20 and 30 pence a day um, it costs me to use this service and because I use the internet all the time um, I think that's valuable and I think that's the great way to to assess how valuable something is if you're going to invest in it um, am I going to use it every day if I'm going to use it every day then I think it's a valuable investment if yeah. you're going to use something uh, once a week, yeah, you can live without it if you're only going to use it once a week. Um, and if I'm going to use it like once a month, it's like, well, that's a complete luxury. I really don't need that at all. So uh, so, so I, I base my investments on the principle of will I use it every day. Okay, okay, this cost me £300. Will I use it every day? Yes. So that's a pound a day for the next year. I can live with that. That's a good investment, I think, spending that. Um, whereas, uh, take an example like, uh, say I buy a bicycle. Yeah, and the bicycle costs, I don't know, say it's a great bicycle, say 500 pounds. Then I think, okay, how many times will I use the bicycle? Maybe once a week for 12 weeks of the year? I use it 12 times. Am I going to get value out of the bicycle? Me, probably not. But maybe if somebody uses it every day, they will. But I wouldn't buy a bicycle because 320 days of the year it would sit in the corner of a garage or somewhere and not be touched. So uh, so I don't think it's uh, it's really that valuable. That's why I think it's... That, that's why, you know, cars can be expensive and it's okay. Because it's something that a person will use all the time. It's also a giant hole for money because you have to pay for the insurance and the maintenance and upgrades and, and uh, road taxes and, and, and uh, other driving license taxes and unexpected payments and parking and everything else so uh, uh, that's why I think that uh, I think that all companies should have some kind of service that provides transportation for their employees because I don't because because if you think about it yeah you work to make money but then you're spending money to get to work 
That's, that's not fair. <laughs> that, that's not fair. I think if a company wants you to work for them, they should cover your travel costs. And you have to work more to make the same if you have to travel to get there. That's kind of unfair. Mm. Or at least they should pay for your travel expenses. It's a... Uh, it's crazy. I mean, the laws vary from country to country. So some some countries have better laws than other countries. Um, you know, for for example, in in Slovakia, it was really difficult for me to claim travel expenses because in my business, traveling was not an essential part of my business. Therefore, paying or or uh, claiming travel expenses was really complicated. And I, there would be no real benefit to doing it. However, being here in Britain, it's relatively simple to claim travel expenses. So I can do it here, <laughs> even though I have an internet-based business. Mm. I, have an, <laughs> I have an internet-based business here. And it's easier to claim travel expenses here than it was in Slovakia, having a business where sometimes I had to travel for work. <clears throat> Excuse me. So every country is... Uh, is a little bit different. Um, yeah, but people always want money for certain things. And um, in my experience, the free programs are usually better than the paid programs. Now, it doesn't, or it isn't always like that, but that's just my experience. In my experience, whenever I've paid for something, I have generally been less satisfied when I could get something similar for free. That's why that's why blogging is so popular, because people people write whole articles and put it out for free, and they they don't charge they don't charge money for it. They maybe have sponsors or or they do it another way. I mean the fact that the fact that major newspapers have to ask people for for money shows you how bad the situation is if they were good people would go there automatically and they would make money from advertising but they're not good people don't go there automatically and so they don't make money from advertising so they have to charge people and nobody wants to pay to read propaganda which is what is in most of the national newspapers. Now, occasionally, from time to time, you will get interesting, thought-provoking articles. Um, but it's you know what in, in that <coughs> in that example, it's it's probably better to use some kind of aggregate online system that collects data from different websites. Now, that sounds complicated. Um, I use an application called the old reader, which what I do is um, I I put into it, it's on a desktop or a tablet. I put in the websites that interest me. I, 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 I complete the, the, the website address and just ask website addresses. I put in the website address and what this does is collect for me all of the articles published on those websites as they get published. And so all I do is I click a button on my tablet and I automatically have all of the articles published from all of the different websites that I like in one place and it collects them for me. 
Now, one of my issues with teachers in the modern world is that teachers are not up to date with the latest technology. And the problem is that the students are. And my issue with all teachers is that if you are not as up to date with the digital media as your students, you shouldn't be in the classroom because you're behind. Your job is not just you, anyone who's a teacher's job as a teacher is to be a leader. Leaders lead from the front. Mm -hmm. Leaders lead from the front, not the back, the front. And yeah. so teachers need to be at the front of the technical revolution, not at the back. Now, the good teachers understand that it's difficult to do this. And that's and, and they're able to use the knowledge of their students to, to their advantage. They get the students help with this. But when you realize that in your classroom are people who understand the power of technology, and technology is powerful, any significantly advanced technology is no different from magic. Yeah. So what the students have is magic that you don't have. Right. You don't have it. And I know because I don't have it, right? Um, but the students have it. They have, they know, they know about everything first. The students know before the teachers know. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, they, they do. They've, they've got all the networks set up. And one of the things that's very, very important in the information age is to get things first. And it's sort of a human thing. We like to be first. People like to be first. That's not important to everybody, but it is sort of the way that culture and society is run. You do have the experience of life to understand how important it is to be first. No, they don't. I mean, yes, it's different if you grow up and it's automatic from if you grow up if it's don't if it's not automatic. But to to understand how it works. I mean, imagine the same situation in any other industry. Imagine you're a car mechanic, mm -hmm. but the mechanics that you are working with are 20 years old. That's not useful to anybody. You can't repair any car because you're not up to date. Imagine you're a doctor and you're using techniques that are 50, 60 years old. Apart from the holistic techniques, you'd be completely useless in a hospital. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it, it, management is the same. If you're using management techniques 20, 30 years old, you're completely out of date. Um, like imagine trying to put a light bulb from 30 years ago into a light bulb socket today. Imagine trying to run a com trying to run Windows on a computer that's 20 years old, right? This, yeah. And so we need to understand the value of technology as teachers. And for that reason, we need the tools of technology to be our friends, not our enemies. And for that reason, it's necessary to keep up to date. Now, you can't keep up to date with everything. It's absolutely impossible. But you can keep up to date with the trends. And how do you do that? Number one, you study independently. You, you stay aware of things. You you sign up for digital 
educational newsletters that keep you up to date with what's happening, and you ask your students. You say, can I see your phone? That looks really cool. Oh, which phone, which version is this? Oh, wow, okay. Right, so what, how big is the megapixel on the camera? Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, wow, what apps are you using right now? Okay. And you sort of get a picture of what's happening, and then you take out your phone, and your phone looks like something that a caveman would use, right? And uh, mm -hmm. you, re you realize that you can't be a leader if you're so far behind. Yeah, you maybe can't. I cannot. Hmm? You can't. Nobody, right. can. No, nobody can. Nobody can be a leader when they're so far behind. Now, wisdom is wisdom. Intelligence is intelligence. Morality is morality. It's always good. But we live in a technotronic, almost post-technotronic age where algorithms mean something where a lot of the music on radio is, you know, it's, it's played and organized by computers. A lot of the technical elements of cars are checked and run by computers. Um, a lot of data is transferred through uh, computational systems. A lot of things are or appear to be automatic. Nothing is really automatic, but uh, from, the, from the point of view of a user, it appears to be automatic which is mm -hmm. which is the power of the technology and as we move from 4g to 5g so the present system that we're using a 4g system means that we have what's called real-time reaction which is that when we press a button on the computer it appears that something happens instantly you know you know what i'm talking about you press something and up pops a window or you click a button and something happens. Well, what's happening there is that the computer is acting a tiny, 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 like a fraction, it's a millisecond behind human reaction. A millisecond behind human reaction. So, the, so it's as fast as your brain can think, the computer is working. Same speed. Same speed. Now, when we change from 4G to 5G, which is happening right now, 5G is 100 times faster than 4G. Not twice as fast. 100 times faster. That means that real time on your computer is going to jump from real human time to 100 times the speed of real human time. Are you ready for that? Are you ready? For, seriously, are you ready for that? Because I look, I'm I'm up to date with a lot of the technology, and I'm not ready for that. And if we are not ready for that, we're going to be superfluous to the needs of the next generation, which, as educators, our job is to help prepare the next generation. But we can't prepare them if we're not prepared. It, it's crazy, and I'm. I try to keep up to date on up to date on the internet each day, and it blows my mind the amount of information I don't know. The amount of I'm, I'm like, oh, these are great tools. Look at this website. This is great. And oh, look at these sets of videos. They're so educational. And <laughs> and, 
And then like 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 yesterday, yesterday at nine o'clock, I was like, "That's it. I'm going to bed." <laughs> You guys all put yourselves into bed, right? Mm. Clean your teeth, put your pajamas on, jump into bed. I trust you guys to do it because I'm off to bed. That's it.